This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noses Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, I don't know her like that. Um, my AKA for today will be... Um, <laughs> don't steal from your job, nigga. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't steal from your job on camera, nigga. What the fuck? But anyway... <laughs> Um, as as usual, uh, Candace is still out on maternity leave, um, taking care of young Taj. Uh, so again, I am back with another guest host, um, and I am very excited today. This is someone who has been a friend and fan of the show for a long time. Um, puts up with me and Candace being terrible pieces of shit, but you know, <laughs> that anyway, because that's just how he is. Um, I'm going to let her introduce herself. Yeah. Hey everybody. Uh my name's Chandra and I am on Twitter and Instagram at L underscore underscore Monique. Yes. Yeah, that's all I got going on right now. Well, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. We're happy to have you. We're happy to for you to be here. And this is gonna be fun because um if you can't already tell she is a terrible person. Um yeah. uh <laughs> facts. I didn't know you was gonna call me out so early, but that's cool. Well, I mean, you know, I was gonna do that anyway, cause that's just how I am. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, here you you on a show with a nigga that sound how I sound, so you know it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know, y'all, you know, y'all you did- from the deepest parts of Georgia. Like I could just hear it all yeah. up in your throat. Yes. <laughs> Th- you know what? Let me not make that joke. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> save it. I, I was that was finna go left. Save it. And this, and this was Sunday. That was finna go left. I set myself right up for that. It's cool. Like <laughs> you really did. I work on saying that. Okay. You started okay. this shit already. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm like I'm like. A bottle and a half in of wine, so good to hear mm. everybody. Um, Noted. Uh, network announcements: a new episode of Being Free with Simone just dropped. Go check that out. Um, there, sh- the, we just dropped an episode on the Patreon of Ratchet Reloaded, where Stephanie of Mocha Minutes joined in and um, guest hosted for Candice. So, ch- if you were behind the paywall, you should. Um, that should already be up. And also, if you want to become a patron, go to our website and sign up for our Patreon. $5 will get you most stuff. $10 will get you everything. $15, well, that'll get you everything. And plus, you know, get you some uh, extra goodies and things of that nature. So we appreciate all the support. Um, a new episode of I'm Not Mad, I'm Pissed. 
Um, again, like I said on the behind the paywall, but I'll say it here again. Um, because of the recent change to Bianca's work schedule, and with me taking over duties for Candice, um, Crown and Collars is on an unintentional hiatus right now. But as soon as me and Bianca can work something out, um, well, both of our schedules are kind of uh, in the middle. Uh, we will be back. Um, look for another episode of Bring It Back to be coming soon behind the paywall as well. Um, I think that's all the announcements. Um, show Candace and Mike some love again with uh, Baby Tars being uh, the new addition to the family. You know, hit Candace Cash App, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, and I think that's uh, that's pretty much it. So let's get into this mess. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, see. so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, we're going to get all of Atlanta the hell out of the way, right? The goddamn mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta, the wig that stole Christmas. Now, now, <laughs> how you feeling? I just want to know why the hell is Drew on this damn show? Right, listen, let's talk about it. She's very fucking weird. And I had high hopes for her in the beginning of the season. <sighs> She's disappointed me very much. Like, I mean, first of all, she married to a nigga named Ralph. Well, I mean, that in itself. You can't never trust a nigga named Ralph. A, a, nigga, a short nigga named Ralph at that. Like, and Ralph's not even all that cute for Drew to be acting like she got this perfect marriage. Like, she definitely, well, how was the dick? She, <laughs> she <laughs> that's what I want to know. I mean, it must be something for her to be putting up with a nigga talking about he gonna leave for three goddamn days and not tell, tell her nothing. Baby, my man can't even walk out the house for three hours and I not know where the fuck he at. How the fuck you gonna say you go out of town for three days and you not contact me? And I'm supposed to be okay with that? We good? We gonna move on like nothing happened? Kiss my ass. Like, <laughs> she's a fool. A nigga named Boo-boo Ralph. She's a fool. A nigga, again, I would just like to circle it all back to a nigga named Ralph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might be the damn show title. Write that down. I'm going to write that down real quick. I'm going to write that down. A nigga named Ralph. But I don't like, not only that, but she tried to, she, <laughs> she is basically, Drew is basically like, pick me Twitter or like that section of Twitter where it's like, I, mm, oh, well, mm. This this is gonna be real shady, but <laughs> this is gonna be very shady. But I mean, I was gonna do that anyway because that's just how I am. She is one of them sections of Twitter where it's like she <laughs> she like she hate men, but she like her mm-hmm. nigga. But yep. she also but she also don't like her nigga. But she also use her nigga as a weapon against other women. I know them people very well. Mm, that's that's the that's the that's the section of Twitter that she remind me that Drew remind me of. That's pretty spot on, honestly, because she be trying to throw her marriage up in what's that girl name Latoya's face. Latoya. And it's like, I mean, bitch, Latoya might not have no good job. I mean, no good marriage, but at least she knew that she was done with the shit and went to leave and went to not put up with bullshit no more. She ain't putting up with her nigga name Ralph. Her nigga ain't going on time for three days and they telling the bitch what he ate. Okay, like <laughs> excuse the fuck out of me. That's just not gonna work. Cause cause he had his girlfriend house. That's what it is. But um <laughs> He absolutely has a second family. Yeah. First of all, he got the name of a nigga like back in the day that had like three different families across town. 
old steel. He like he he got the name of a nigga that was working in the steel mill and like took care of like four different families. And he got daddy issues, so well that plays right into well, it. That, mm. <laughs> it's it's always a nigga with daddy and or mommy issues or both. He got issues with his mammy too. Listen, he got he got issues with everybody. Again, his name is Ralph. <laughs> his That's name is Ralph. We have to circle back to the fact that this nigga's name is Ralph. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> like, like it always brings back to this nigga's name. It's Ralph. You ain't, they... you ain't never met a Ralph that didn't have issues. Not never. You right. Yeah, you even Ralph Tra- right. even Ralph Trent's been put out that boo boo ass single. You took the words right out my mouth. First of all, if we're gonna be on Ralph, let's talk about him and his ugly ass uh co-members talking about they sorry that somebody is not their kind of girl. Bitch, have you looked in the mirror? Like that's all I'm saying. <laughs> A nigga named Ralph gonna tell me I'm not that kind of girl. He can kick it. I'm sorry, that that is like that just, <laughs> You ugly bitch got the nerve to tell me that I ain't your kind of girl. Have you looked in the mirror? You look like a foot. Like, <laughs> like you know, one day, you know, as um, as um, as near and dear as a uh, new addition is to black culture and black people, we have to have an honest about dialogue it. about that catalog at some point because of. Um, <laughs> It definitely has some highest of the highs, but it also has some of the lowest of the lows. Mm. And listening to it now, like as an adult, mm. it's some very questionable music. Mm, mm, mm. But you know, it's cool. My it's like, y'all really thought this was fire. Y'all really did. <laughs> y'all, really, y'all, really, y'all really thought this was the one, huh? Okay, cool. Okay, anyway. Back. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Back to this nigga named Ralph. I was going to go on a damn tangent. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing, the only good thing that I can say about Ralph in this last episode, because Drew and her oldest son and Ralph went to go meet with Josiah's biological father. First of all, I don't like that they call him old daddy. Like, that's very weird to me. Like, it seems yeah, like, like y'all are trying to replace. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's, it's weird. And it's it good, also doesn't help. Weird. It doesn't help Josiah accept his father when you call him old daddy. Right. Because, like, so are you telling me Ralph is my new daddy? So I don't really need this other right, like, like, we got a daddy, like, we got a daddy, uh, uh, old daddy, new daddy to warranty. Like, what the fuck is going on? Is this insurance, nigga? I'm confused. Do I get to choose which one? Like, I get to go with forever. Like, they just, it's, it's very weird that they call him old daddy. I don't like it. Never gonna like it. Not only you calling him old daddy, but also like the boy name is jo- Josiah. Like that's old in itself. <laughs> it old, is old biblical. Old. Name. Took the words right out my mouth. Like oh, the book of Eli, book of Josiah. Like what did you? What did y'all doing to this boy? I don't like okay. it. I don't. I don't like that they. So they pulled like a candy and block and and Riley situation. Where they got Riley and I mean not Riley, Josiah and old daddy meeting on camera, and it's very weird. Like mm. he's he don't look like he want to be here already, and now you got these cameras in his face, so it's just very weird. And plus, the daddy showed up like an hour and fifteen minutes late, 
So that didn't help his case either. Niggas but the one ever, the one good thing I can say about Ralph is that he tried to encourage Josiah to keep talking to his dad, tried to make some kind of conversation. Then when he saw it was getting a little awkward, he took Josiah away so that Drew and I don't even know what old daddy name is. I didn't care to look. That um, that him. Him, yeah. him over there. Like they had a chance to talk or whatever and you know, he said he gonna be there and you know, all the other false promises daddies be making when they're not good in their child's life. So mm, the broken promises, promises. <laughs> you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but it was right though. <laughs> it was mm, Drew's weird. I didn't like it. I didn't like the whole exchange between them, but I, I really, mean I guess. Like I just like, bro, I'm like. Y'all could y'all could kill Eva for this. So Eva was not even that bad of a housewife. Like she she be lying. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. She, yeah, she, she yeah yeah. She yeah. can't keep that together, but she wasn't that bad of a housewife. Like this That's is what just... I'm saying. like I would have rather kept Eva for for, for damn Drew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least Eva didn't have a nigga named Ralph with her on this <laughs> damn show. Shit. I mean, she. I mean, you're right. She was lying, but I mean, shit. They house about all they do is lie. It's fine. It's fine. All they do is lie. Portia sitting here lying in y'all face right now. Y'all don't be care. Speaking of damn lying, Drew in this motherfucking house, <laughs> lying about this goddamn house. Shit. Oh. <laughs> Drew is not. I don't know what I expected from her. But it wasn't this. Yeah. I just. I kind of had, like, I didn't have high hopes because <laughs> it's Drew Sedora. I only know the bitch from the game. And I didn't even know that was her real name. Okay? Right. Like, I thought Drew Sedora was a character. Right. So, like, I didn't have, like, high hopes, but I at least thought I was going to like her. And she just, she started off at, like, a 50 because she didn't come in all that good. But she started off at, like, a 50, and now she's at, like, a 15. Like, she just kept going down. She She's very... This Christmas party that they had at Cynthia House. First Let me tell all, you something. We, first of all, can we acknowledge the fact that Cynthia is probably the most concerned, unconcerned person about COVID I ever goddamn seen? <laughs> because how you have two hundred plus uh, guests waiting in the middle of a pandemic, but you want to make sure everybody's safe now. How? How? How does that work? Like, how you concerned with safety now, girl? You had a super spreader event. You literally threw a fit because they told you that you would probably have to do it somewhere else or that your guest list needed to be, like, decreased. She was having a whole fit. And she be wearing these shields. Baby, let me tell y'all something. These shields be scratching me out if you're not going to put no motherfucking mask on with it. What is you doing, baby? It's like, you, you do realize, like... Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. You do realize that the mask don't cover your entire face. And that you do realize that things can still get up under because air flows up under. Air flows right up into that thing. It can flow up under the shield and into your face and your nostrils and your mouth and all that. Right up in that thing. I mean, to be fair, Yes, wear the shield, but also wear a mask on top of the shield. The <sighs> shield does not cover all of the areas 
that COVID can travel and flow into into your body stream. Like Cynthia be on my nerves. You know, you know what I would never forgive Cynthia for? I would never <laughs> I would never ever forget it or forgive her when she put them goddamn grapes in that motherfucking one. <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> Let me tell you, that is like some college ass shit I did to get my wine cold. Okay, because I was buying Sutter Home out of the Walmart when I turned twenty one. Key, keyword, <laughs> keyword. I want you to think about what you just said. Keyword, <laughs> college. Cynthia, fucking fifty. Wine <laughs> <laughs> seller, like. What the fuck is wrong with you with your big ass age? Doing that shit. I will never forgive her for them goddamn crazy. <laughs> all about that. She's, she's, she's. <laughs> that shit was funny. I will never ever forgive her for that shit. Girl, what the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, I forgot all about that. I, but uh, yeah, that's some college ass shit I did. Like, oh, I already got frozen mm-hmm. grapes. Let me just again keyword college, <laughs> college. But I mean, to be honest, Cynthia be buying cheap wine. See, I don't know if y'all be paying attention to the labels when she be pulling bottles out of her damn uh, cellar or her frigidaire or whatever the hell. <laughs> did you like? <laughs> <the frigidaire>? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she about your own. Okay. All right. Relax. Okay, we gotta get back on time. Hold on. Come on, my man. Come <laughs> Okay. Like I was saying. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, we got to put it together. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, we off to a great start. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this All right. party. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, My throat. All right. But yeah, Cynthia be buying that cheap ass wine. Okay, Cynthia buy wine that I could get at the Kroger. And I know, now I ain't never went down to the wine cellar, wine bar, whatever the fuck you call that shit, because I don't have time for Cynthia or her bullshit. But I know she be selling the same shit that I could get at Kroger. And that's why you ain't here. Why the hell would you go get some shit from Cynthia? You get at get at Kroger's and probably cheaper. And it's the same it's, shit. Precisely. Like I know I see some damn Capriccio on that shelf in one of them episodes. Let me tell you and like, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not listen. I feel listen. Friday night, shit. Just got paid that direct deposit here. Listen, go listen. Kroger, Publix. <laughs> Hell, Trader Joe's, listen. Go Ooh. right over to the wine section. Listen, it's nice a dry food liquor store across the street from my house. It's also that. She would give me a nice little bottle for like $11. Oh, Cynthia, be, you know what? Let me see if this wine cellar even still exists. Baby, how I find it? Because she don't even promote the shit on her Instagram. That's one of the things where I feel like, like it's it's some stuff on these shows. You be like, okay, you just doing that for the show to say that you doing something. She's okay. It's a Sunday through Tuesday. It's closed. 
So what's today? Wait, it's wait, it's closed Sunday through Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, let's so, Sunday now. Shit. So wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, 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 hold on. So you mean to tell me Hawaii's gonna open on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and that's it? Yeah, but if I was her, marketing wise, I would have it open on Sunday when my show airs. It, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But I mean, it's also Cynthia. You know, she's not the brightest. So, you know. <laughs> right about that. Look at this Moscato that I just seen at the Kroger. I know she charging at least twenty dollars for that bottle, and it's and she, thirteen and she, at the Kroger. She can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> she absolutely can. How the fuck this day? I might have to go down there this week. Listen, I listen. You're right, go down there for retail. See how much, <laughs> see how much she charged for this shit. Because let me tell you something. If I go down there and I see anything more than more than 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 twelve, and that's being kind, <laughs> you know the hell. You're up here charging. <laughs> you're you're up here charging. You're up here charging twenty five dollars for a sweet red. I can get at Publix for like ten, girl. And and no shade. Well, it was shady as fuck when it happened. I think that was last season when Kenya surprised them with that uh, wine cellar shit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, Cynthia has a wine room. She should know everything about wine. Mm-hmm. Cynthia knew not a fucking thing. So I know that bitch is not carrying no good goddamn wine in that cellar. You know I feel does. like she repurposed a liquor store and just put her name on it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, just, just so she has something to do on the show. Since we're talking about that, Cynthia could go, Candy could go. Like, I feel like both of them have wrapped up their storylines. What more is there for me to talk to y'all about? Honestly, shit, now that Riley going off to college here, what Candy got to do there? Nothing but stir up mess. Yeah, she, Candy really has become like the new Sheree. She, because she don't have nothing else to do. Exactly. 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 We've seen all Candy couldn't do. Like Candy has had kids on the show. She done got married on the show. Started multiple businesses on this yeah, show. Mom had done had Mama Joyce on the show, which oof, oof. Done had scandal on the show. Like it, it really ain't no need for Candy to still be on this damn show. What what else do we have to talk to Candy and, about? And with and with Cynthia, we just don't care at all. Oh God, this whole. Even when she was doing all that whining about that wedding, and then when she was married to him, like she was just whining about being married, like cause she just loved him so much, and she just gotta always talk about Mike Hill, and it's like, bitch, I don't care. Shut up. Yeah, I, I really don't like. I I don't need to be in y'all business like that. I mean, you you married this nigga, okay? Good. I, I truly don't care. I absolutely. I mean, I mean, I know, I know you love that for you, but I don't care about that for you. To be, to be honest, <laughs> Cynthia, I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. She don't have nothing else to give me. Uh, the candy don't have nothing else to give me. Kenya, Marcus put a hold on like all of the shit that she could really give us. So like, what else is there for her to talk to me about? They really just need to scrap it and get a whole new cast. Mm-hmm. of some bitches that I would like to see. Like, Fallon would have been a cute housewife to I keep agree. on the show. Just give us new blood. Don't And I don't just give us any old goddamn body. Because then, yeah. then we get Drew. 
So don't just give us any old goddamn body. But and apparently they like interviewed four girls this year, and we got stuck with Latoya and Drew. Now how in the goddamn do you interview Fal- people and we get stuck mm-hmm. and we get Latoya and Drew? Nigga, again, y'all could have kept Eva. Hell, she relatively new. Exactly. Like they filmed with Latoya and Drew. Then they filmed with somebody named Joy, who we only saw in one episode. And I actually forgot the bitch even showed up until I watched one of Candy's YouTube things. And Fallon, like, those were the four people that we were supposed to be introduced to. And now we got introduced all of them, but the only two that stuck was Drew and Latoya. And I don't know how Fallon didn't stick. I, I don't know. Hell, I would have liked to see Fallon and Joy over Drew and Latoya, to be perfectly goddamn honest. Same. And did you see in the blog that apparently her and Simon are getting a divorce? Is his name Simon? Yes, it's Simon. Really now? They've only been married two years. I didn't know that. I thought they were married much longer. Damn. Two years, two papers. You know what that was. You were acting up. What's wrong with you? We could be here all day talking about the thing that's wrong with her. Uh, but I think because shoot, we don't we don't we don't uh kind of went all over the place with this with this episode. Because who cares about these people? Okay. Um I mean we could wrap but, up. I mean the really only thing to talk about was this this goddamn the Christmas party. Yeah, the Christmas party. And even then, like we could just get to the root. And then we can move on because honestly, we don't gave Housewives a, a bit more than it deserved to be perfectly goddamn honest. To be honest. All right. What I have to say about the Christmas party is the main thing was like Drew with her tacky ass gifts. Drew, the limit was $1,000, $1,000 cat carrier. And inside the carrier was what looked to be the wig that they said looked like a cat in the beginning of the season. Uh, she also had a boom box with a tape recording, an actual cassette tape recording. Like when? When, the last, time you, when the last time you seen a tape recorder? Two thousand. That's <laughs> it. What? I don't even remember what the third gift was. Oh, the third gift was a goddamn $100 donation to the Humane Society. So everybody was like, where's the $1,000, girl? And she said, that's a $1,000 wig. Now, bitch, mm. I might have been born at night, but it was not last night. And that wig came from the beauty supply store. You probably paid $100 for that. If that. You didn't. Like, I know they say it's a $1,000 max, but... All y'all bitches got money, so I expect you to spend them thousand dollars on me. Right, y'all have y'all like this is this is not nothing. This is not um this this is a drop in the bucket for y'all. Like it was just it was tacky because they did like white elephant. Kenya ended up getting Drew's gift. It was a whole back and forth thing. <sighs> them bitches got into it that nobody gives a fuck about. Then when the cassette tape got played. Drew really thought she had the getcha gotcha with this whole like Latoya and the prophet sleeping together or doing something that they had no business doing. 
and the tape recording said literally nothing. But how you like, showing up to a fashion show with no fashions? It's pretty common on this fucking show. <laughs> 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 like, do that very well on this show. I'm just saying. It was just a mess. Like, then Latoya showed up. Drew and Latoya and like they were about to get into it. And it's just, we also found out that Latoya and Drew had tongue kiss at some point at that uh, bachelorette party. So it's just looking like Drew kind of mad that she couldn't do more with Latoya. Like, that's what it's I'm giving. I was going to say, it's me. looking like she mad because she got curved. That's what it's giving. But yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for Real Housewives. I, oof. I really don't know if I'm gonna be real and honest. I don't know if I'm gonna watch this reunion. I, I listen. This I don't know if I'm gonna watch this reunion. To be perfectly honest, like if it, it, it be on my DVR, so like I like on my the DVR out at the end of the week. So like, like, like on the one hand, I might watch it because professional, but also like if you've been listening to Ratchet Ramblings, you know we'll drop a show in a goddamn minute. To be honest, so. I don't know, but I give, give us something new, Bravo. Please give us something new, because this ain't it. This ain't it. Please. Um, staying in Atlanta, though, let's talk about Married to Medicine. Um, the episode, um, Guess Who's Coming for Dinner. Um, this one ain't too, too much happened, to be honest. Um, they they took the trip to D.C. Um, you know, they met with, you know, Al Sharpton. They had dinners and whatever with him. And then they also had dinner with Ben Crump, which, given what we know in light of yeah. recent events, hmm. hmm. Yeah, I was looking at the screen a little funny on mm-hmm. Like, oh, like have yeah. not been privy to what we know now, present current time i might be you know it might have been you know a different feel but i was definitely looking at my screen like hmm Hmm. Hmm. all i could think about was samira rice and i'm like hmm Hmm. 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 so yeah was that last week uh well she spoke out yes actually oh yeah yeah, I have nothing, so it, uh, I have nothing to give. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just <laughs> like, you know, like again, had we not been privy to that, had she not spoke out, we might be saying some different things and looking at different blood. But now we're like, eh, you know, I kind of really don't care about this because you know, you're kind of a grifter. Yeah, but I mean, given what we know, yeah, you can't, you know, you just you know, it's not looking good for you. It's not, you're not, you're looking kind of funny in the light. It's not looking real clean in the milk. Like that them something in them grits is gritty. Or, or should I say or should I say grifty? You are so sudden. I mean listen Wait. here. I, listen, I just got my freedom papers last week. It's fine. You sound like it. Um Speaking of speaking of freedom, I want us to be free from the Toya uh, Harris Industrial Complex. Please, I just want, uh, I want Toya to leave us alone. I truly 
just want her to leave us alone. Like, listen, look, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Toya, you probably never going to listen to this podcast, but I want you to hear this. I want you to receive it. I want you to inject it into your veins, into your, into your edges, into your pores. Give it to us. We don't care about you and Eugene's sex life. We truly do not. Let's... Uh, uh, we don't need that to lady know. told us she said her whole pussy to her man and we didn't need to know that like nigga y'all are eating <laughs> we are at dinner like right in front of my salad <laughs> like girl first of all Toya I'm, <laughs> you know what nah fuck it this, this, this my show I can say what the hell I want first of all there are definitely um <clears throat> Some um, people who I go and I would be like, you know what? I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Toya ain't one of them people. Not at all. Neither Not is her nigga. No. Nothing about them nothing gives me sex appeal. Not a damn thing. Because there are definitely couples that I see and I'm just like, I would like to see it. Absolutely. I, I, would, I would like to see it. Both, both of y'all, I would, I would like to see it. Toya and Eugene ain't that. We do not need to know you sending your nigga pussy pics over crumpets. And not... my favorite thing about Eugene is that he's always so embarrassed. He he just like, I just, I just, I'm talking about Eugene just be like, I just want to have a good time with my friends and then here go my damn wife just wild and embarrassing me. talking all of her girl. He, he be fed the fuck it's just, Toya he, he really don't do. deserve Eugene. He honestly don't, to be honest. <laughs> he said, oh, I mean, she, she, she honestly <laughs> she do. don't deserve him. He really do not deserve him. <laughs> she really don't. Because <laughs> it's like, she One of them like, episodes. Go ahead. <laughs> one of them episodes, like, two weeks ago. Maybe two, three weeks ago. I don't know. Eugene got his ass off work. Came in the house. Took a bath. Then this nigga went in the kitchen and cooked dinner. Toya, what the fuck was you doing all day? Hell, not parenting her kids. <laughs> hell, Eugene got to do that too, hell. <laughs> she said, what if there's more than one child? And her child said, it's children. Listen, she listen, listen, she just want listen, she just want she just wanna take pictures for the grandma, play tennis with the white folk. Meanwhile, Eugene got to cook dinner, he got to go to work, he got to parent the kids when he when he is there. And to, Tori just up here just like Tori just He gotta get like, in debt. Oh, well, mm. He was letting Toya run his money straight into the fucking ground. Is that yeah, that cause when they went on the trip and and, and Toya was um complaining about the rooms and Simone was like Girl, you live in a damn mansion. Why do you care about this damn room? Factual. <laughs> like you live in a you live in a goddamn house that your nigga really can't afford, but he got it for you anyway. What is you what did you mad about? What is you mad? Oh no. What is you mad about? Speaking of the trip, I love how heavenly I love how heavenly says she told Damon she's not gonna let the girls ruin the trip. Meanwhile, to, uh, she usually be the one that be ruining the damn trips. Cause you're heavenly. You know, you know, heavenly is one of my problematic things. <laughs> because you are not the first person that has said. <laughs> like, I love the toxicity that she brings. <laughs> 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 
it's just so good, so authentic. <laughs> and and it takes you not even by surprise sometimes. Like you kind of expect it, but you love it every time you get it. Like it's how you gonna tell Carrie that you want her to hang with y'all because she's the intelligent one. But you said you're not gonna start no mess and you're not gonna let the girls have no mess. Heavenly, that's mess, baby. But I stand <laughs> for it, okay? I do. That bitch know what good television gives, and she gives it every year. Y'all hoes could be mad with Heavenly, but the bitch is toxic, and I like it. Listen, I listen. She is a bozo. I don't like her, but I will say the the, the motherfucker make me laugh. I don't like her, but the motherfucker made me laugh. She is, she is absolutely a bozo. Speaking of embarrassment, poor Damon. Damon just be like, Lord. Who? I know I know his blood pressure be high. I just know it do. I know it do. I, I feel like he has a real good connect. So he can smoke yes. a real nice yeah. one at the end of his day. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> Listen, can, like, could you imagine being a doctor? You out here saving lives and shit. Then you come home and you got to deal with Heavenly. <laughs> Even the kids be fed up with Heavenly. <laughs> That's how you know. You like, how your, like how your it, like her daughter, her daughter just be like, Lord Jesus, Mama. When Alora hung up Allura, that phone yes. in her face, I screamed. Like. <laughs> Uh, listen, her daughter was like, girl, bye. Like, literally, her daughter like, girl, bye. Like, when Heavenly you... Don't, her kids don't like her. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Your own kids don't like you. Your nigga here, he got to put up with you. He be embarrassed because of how you act. And you just over here like... The thing, I will say this, though, about Heavenly. She is a bozo, but she knows she a bozo. She is self-aware. Now, she don't work on it. <laughs> No, because why would she do that? That's too much like right. Exactly. But she is <laughs> self-aware. She is self-aware. Speaking of self-aware, um uh, what was I finna say? Speaking of self-aware, um let, let's let's talk about uh Scott and Contessa. <sighs> I, you know I just how do we mm, you are on a trip to DC? Uh, mm-hmm. Um, both of you are doctors. Y'all are t- on doing going to DC to help with the march on Washington for COVID. And you know, because again, both of y'all are doctors, you know, y'all, you know, do doctor things. How in the hell you get into a public argument, a very public argument, right on the goddamn bus in front of every damn body? It is so like it made me cringe because y'all yes. are having parenting discussions in front of everybody. In front of it, no, that wasn't even a discussion. That was an argument. Yeah, that was an argument. Like when Contessa was like, "Are you there? Do you do that with them every day?" I was like, "Oh, oh, 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 oh!" oh, oh. It was, <laughs> it was, it was so cringe. It was so cringe. <laughs> It was like, so cringe. My word, how did we get here so fast? Like right. that escalate. Hold on, back up. How y'all bitches show up late to dinner and y'all <laughs> having dinner at home? <laughs> how you late coming down the steps? 
Somebody riddle me the fuck that. And the producer shaved his head because they they put the time from when Scott and Contessa was talking in the in the bathroom to the time they showed up. <laughs> they end up they kissing and shit. Mm-hmm. But that's how you know they put on the front here. They kissing in one scene, being late, then arguing in front of everybody in the next goddamn scene. Talk about it with these corny ass L-O-V-E shirts on. Bitch, get out my face. Y'all bitches. Right. Y'all up, here wearing, like, y'all, y'all up here wearing love shirts like you in the 90s with, with hating your heart for each other. If you don't get the fuck <laughs> out of my face. <laughs> I be so sick. I used to love Scott and Contessa. Same. I don't know how they got here for me. Like Last year, okay, Contessa fucked up big time. I understand that. Scott also fucked up. Yeah, he, I just don't understand he handled how it we got incredibly here. wrong. That's what it's like. I feel like I said this before, but I said it again. I feel like this the 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 thing last year with the school thing. I that like you know what it is. It's we like them because we saw them compared to all the other couples being on some bullshit. Because you, right. you had you you had you had goddamn Toya running Eugene pockets into the goddamn ground. You obviously had Curtis cheating on Jackie. You had Heavenly. Hell, just you ain't even got to say no damn mo. Uh, you, Again, my problematic case. You, you had Mariah, you know, and then you had the other big one with Quad and her ex Gremlin nigga, who we're not gonna mention no more. Um, like, it, and compared to them, like it was kind of contested. Looked like shit. They was shit normal. Now we get to it, and it's like. Are they were they normal or was it the editing of the show that didn't highlight their issues like the other couples? Because ain't no way in the hell this mm. one argument, this one disagreement about you know school and you know last year and, and the kids being home with it ain't no way in the hell this all this one thing just is like now y'all marriages damn near on the brinks. Right. I think it's also telling that Contessa likes to or that she has been saying. Uh, within this episode and maybe the last one that she and Scott have been having the same relationship for the last 10 years like mm-hmm. that's an issue yeah like how's the relationship not evolving like so if y'all if y'all been having the same relationship for the past 10 years all these problems been stacked up and, and not just coming to a head right like I'm I, feel, I don't know what the kids. They problem started in season one when they got rid of that lady uh, that used that to watch their kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They started crumbling before ours. I mean, they. One, I mean, to be fair, she needed to go, but they should have got some, they they should have got somebody else to replace her. <laughs> that's Get, maybe that's the problem because since they've been on the show, they've not had a nanny. Mm-mm. They had the one, and she was here cussing them out, calling Contessa all kinds of bitches and shit. And they was like, they they had to go. She 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 definitely had to go. And since then, they have not had a nanny or had somebody to help them with you know the household work, especially with both of them being doctors. And it's just like, you actually, now that I think about it, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like that probably was the first red flag. You know, you know, maybe a bit of foreshadowing that hey, this. Again, with the editing, you know, and comparing them to the other couples, we thought they were good, but just everybody else had so much other shit going on. And it makes me wonder, 
if they've always had that woman to watch their kids. So they've always had like a third person to help them out mm-hmm. daily yeah. with their household shit. And then once they fired her, which they only did because Contessa got on the show and got around the folks and the folks was like, hey, why does lady cussing you out like this? Like yeah, that's the I only reason she Because honestly, now that you mention it, yeah, that, that that wasn't the first time that lady cussed her out. No, <laughs> that definitely wasn't. Because was very comfortable with that. Yeah, so, well, I mean, so like, no, nah, no. Nah, I think I don't she still going like, with it. <laughs> hell no, you're not about to be calling me nobody, bitch. Right, but Contessa, you're right. That definitely wasn't the first time until they got on this show that Contessa, that lady done cussed Contessa out. Like Contessa's like her daughter or some shit, and you know, she looked to be at the time like early sixties. Mm-hmm. So that generation feel like they could talk to their daughters all kind of ways, and they can say all types of shit to their daughters, mm-hmm. and they can cuss them the fuck out or whatever it is, and the kids not gonna say nothing to them because respect. And I don't remember what the relationship between Contessa and that woman was or- originally, but she had probably gotten used to that yep so there's no need for me to correct behavior that i'm very much used to that i get all the time mm-hmm. like the only reason i'm gonna let it go now is because like now nah, i'm about to be on national tv mm-hmm. and and it's not a good look y'all bitches is about to embarrass me right that's yep. it so i mean they might have bigger issues because they don't know how to raise their fucking kids I, you know what that's a good point like, cause honestly, it don't seem like they don't from that issue. Cause I'm, I'm just listening to this. Like, I mean, both of y'all got points. Like, y'all could just talk about this and like, again, all conversations, they, all of they problems. Well, not all of them, obviously, but this whole thing about school could have been avoided if Contessa didn't spring it on Scott like out the blue, and then mm-hmm. two, if he would have handled it better and been receptive and tried to work with her to come up with a game plan. Communication could have say, stopped all this. They don't care. And yeah, that's the sad yeah. part. And you could tell. I just... They don't never know how to just have a regular conversation. Like, it, it, it's either my way or no way on both sides. Yeah. They never try to compromise. Yeah. like they, they both stubborn as hell. And it's irritating to look at. Like I'm over you, bitch. Like figure it out. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Cause like even like when you, when, uh, when they was arguing on the bus, and then like they they kind of panned the the camera over the heavenly and jacket. They was like visibly cringing. Yeah. Cause it is cringe. It's cringe to watch. And to hear why why y'all having this conversation. On the bus in front of everybody. Like, now you got everybody in your damn business. And I wouldn't give none of them the satisfaction. Right. Like imagine give, imagine 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 having an argument in front of Heavenly and having Heavenly know your damn business. Like luckily, now Contessa had her her luck was like real good right there. Cause Toya ass wasn't on that bus. Cause also that hating that- ass bitch. Would have threw that back in her face in yep. like a an episode or two. Like, mm-hmm. now you right. She, you, she you got a little lucky right with that. that. You damn sure right about that. Uh, so that was Married to Medicine. Like I said, Scott and Contessa, they probably gonna. Uh, I mean, because hey, we don't see the previews. We know, you know, Scott got a uh, cheating. You know, 
allegations and stuff. So we you we know shit gonna hit the fan, but like it's it watching them two this season is gonna be so cringe. So so cringe. It already is. Yeah, it, it, mm. I wish Contessa would stop having heart to hearts with Scott's niece. That's babysit their kids. Uh, okay, so can we talk about it? Cause I'm like, girl, I, of all the people, like this, this, like this is kind of like a conflict of interest. <laughs> like, it absolutely is. Like, <laughs> that's like my brother-in-law used to call me and talk greasy about my sister to me, and it's like. How come for you doing that? Like, what do you think the end result is going to be here? Right. I just like y'all already got drama. They stress now. me out. Y- y'all already got drama. Now y'all invite me and y'all drama. Like, you do you want this family to know, to know peace? No. <laughs> like we we were truly. Why would peace. they wonder? They don't care. <laughs> Listen, we are listen. Ain't no peace in these streets, you know. We got, we got Santana. We got sauce, uh, sauce Santana. You know he's working the changes. We got Kedron Bryant singing. It's, hey, it's hey, the- hey, 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 <laughs> Kedron. Who the fuck his audience is? But I want him to fucking stop. Okay, I don't know who's putting him up to this shit. His parents. We we must stop his parents. We must stop his parents. I love DMX to my core. I don't know if you saw what Kedrin. I did. That's why I said uh, that. I did. I did. I wanted deleted. Whoever put him in charge of that under the jail. That's just I. We have to stop the Kedrin Bryan industrial complex. Defund it. How old is that baby, and who has put him up to this? His, I'm t- we have to, def- we have to, we have to defund his parents. Is it just like, <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. That just. <laughs> I was gonna find a way to bring that up some kind of way during this episode. <laughs> Every time I see a video with his mouth wide open. <laughs> Why his mouth so damn? You know what? Let, hold on. Let's get back on topic. Because uh, listen, I look, mm, I'll, I'll be here all day. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about, let's uh, mosey on over to Houston. Let's talk about Ready to Love. Uh, season three, episode four. Um, sipping wine, spilling tea. Uh, let me pull up my notes right here question about ready to love because like i've only recently started watching it like i watched episode three then i watched episode four still a little lost so i might go back to episode one what is the premise of this show like are they all dating each other the premise of the show is for them to date each other and as the weeks go down they narrow it down they to see like who basically who who thinks each other is the prize basically okay it's like it's like speed dating but on tv it's like they all trying to date each other but they trying to find amidst dating each other they trying to find that one 
who they really want to stick with. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah, because I had some questions when I was watching that. Now, right. now I do. I think you bring up valid points about you know the process because it's like, well, what if two people really like each other but they get sent home? Like, do but I think you know they still you know are able to have you know contact with each other or whatever you know outside of the hmm. show. But mm-hmm. you know because that's a valid point because it's like, well, shit. What if two people really like each other but they go home? Like, I mean, so are they not quote unquote ready to love just because they go home? <laughs> so and what if? The nigga I like, and he like me, but the rest of these bitches are like him. So what am I supposed to do then? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because that happens in this episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's facts. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Joelle and Venetia started off. They went to they they had a, a date. Um, Venetia went to Joelle's house. You know, he cooked breakfast for her. They had a little little brunch date, little cute brunch date. Um. They vibing, and I kind of figured they would because they got a lot to connect with personally, you know, both being mm-hmm. single parents, you know, they got a lot of cheering, you know, and, you know, knowing Joel, you know, he like them thick and Lord knows Venetia's thick. So I, I kind of figured they, you know, would Let's to- talk about it, okay? Because mama is- talking. That ass looks softer than three ply tissue. <laughs> like, I just, I want to lay on that ass. I just want to- Put my head on that ass. It just looks so soft. Lay your head on her pillow. Like, and just relax. Expeditiously. <laughs> All right. Expeditiously that ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Let me pick up my glass. I'm about to play with you all day. Listen, look, look, hey, I mean, listen, you set them up, I'll knock them down, you know, I, you know, hey. um, but I, I do <laughs> like them together. Like when you sit down. They were cute. I like their vibe. Um, I guess I learned a little bit more about Joel with the whole single kid, I mean, single dad thing. That was real cute or whatever. I'm far. Because I feel like Venetia went on a date with somebody else and I didn't like her with him. Um, I, I know you t- we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. Um, then we had Alexis and Troy. Mm. 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 I honestly uh, shouldn't trust a nigga named Troy either. I, a nigga named Troy. <laughs> you shouldn't trust him either. There. If you've been listening since we started this season, I said from the very first episode, I ain't like Troy. Exactly why I ain't like Troy. Because Alexis peaked what every other woman peaked is that this nigga is for everybody. Now, in fairness, this is a show where you do have to date everybody. But Mm -hmm. there's a difference between dating and like just being overt, like saying the same thing to everybody. Running the same game. Right, there you go, there you go. Because when you dating multiple people, each person is different. And I mean, again, you mm-hmm. are in an environment on this show where that you're supposed to date multiple people and see, you know, who you connect with, whatever. This nigga right. ain't trying to connect with nobody. He just trying to tell every single woman the exact same damn thing, and all of them peeped it. And um, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get you to know it. what Troy gives me 
he because he's 51, I believe I saw that. Yeah, he's 51, yeah. And Troy absolutely gives me older man who goes after 22, 23-year-old girl. Mm. Mm. Like that, the girl who has not had much experience. Mm. She he can run that same old ass game on her, mm. and he's gonna love it. Oh, he's gonna take me out for my birthday, and he's gonna like <laughs> <out here. laughs> so fun. We're gonna have so much fun, girl. Look at what he said he was gonna buy me. Like, my man gave me five hundred dollars today. Like that, he gives me like he, he gives me that. Like he's gonna go after those kind of girls. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. It's weird. I don't like him. And he just he he's over and he he oh he I can't talk he's over <laughs> and he invades personal privacy like Tommy told him last week like nigga you can't kiss on every woman in the room in front of every woman in the room please keep your lips off of me please exactly like nigga what are you doing so I'm glad that Alexis peeped there I'm glad and all the other ladies there too now let's yeah go, let's go to Amber and Chris I really like them two together. I really do. They little boxing date was cute. I like them. They they look good. They look good side by side together. They had instant chemistry in my opinion. Like from mm-hmm. they like, and then from like when like the first couple of episodes, like when they had that mixer, when they talked, they very they you know had some of the same um um opinions and ideas as far as like relationships, you know communication finances things of that nature and then this date here when they opened up to each other about their background i just i really like emma and chris together they are my two favorites yeah yeah i really like them too um i also appreciate uh emma said i'm a da bitch okay i'm a district uh 20 okay yes call me by my name call me by my title bitch i like that i like chris that chris was so supportive of that too and he was like, listen, I'm here to support. Like, you you are your job. You are your career, but you are also a human being. And I'm here for all of that. I really like that. I, I, just, I like them two together. I want them to make it far. They were very cute. I, yeah. I did like them. Very, and I they, like, go ahead. up there with Joel and Venetia with me. Yes. Yes, I agree. And I thought it was so cute, like... You know, uh, Chris going into his whole radio thing when he was do- introducing her when they was doing the little boxing. And I, 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 it was so cute. It made it made my little icy heart flutter. It really did. It let me did. start my, my let, let me start that. My heart ain't icy. So let me start that. <laughs> um, please. <laughs> now, David and Stacy. Hmm. Let me sit up for this because I got words. So, David and Stacy go on a date. Um. Now, hey, I'm you that. <laughs> now, you know, first of all, I want to say Stacey fine as fuck. I want to say that right, right off the top. Uh, and David, David is a handsome man. However, however, this niggas David said he wanted a relationship and a marriage where everything is open, and he mean everything. He want your 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 he want your account information. He wants your passwords. He wants your social media. He want every damn thing. He want he want he want he want you to have his and for him to have yours. And that is a super duper 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 red flag. The flag is so red. 
Like, <laughs> like nigga, like you are giving <laughs> you you are giving first forty eight right now, my nigga. Like, why do you need all of that information? Right, like, like, like Stacy said, there's a difference between transparency and invasion of privacy. And Chris, and David is giving invasion of privacy. No Cardi. Yeah, because like he he low key looked taken the fuck aback when she right. said like if I have a journal or a diary, I don't want you to read it. And his his back low key snapped back. He he looked he, af- like, he looked offended. Like what? Why are you? Uh, do you not want to have your own thoughts? Like, do you not want to keep things private for yourself? Right. We ain't got to share everything to be in a relationship together. You know that, right? Exactly. Like, like they're like yes we are in a relationship you know we are two humans you know in companionship yes we're going to open up you know things with each other yes we're going to share things with each other but we are also like chris said we are also our own humans we are also our own people and mm-hmm. with, with that you know comes your own level of privacy yes we share things yes we you know Come, come, commiserate on things. Yes, we come together on things. Yes, that's why we together. But also, there are some things we need to do and have individually. And the fact that right. he don't want nothing, of, don't want none of that for either party. That is not healthy. That is giving. That is giving super creepy vibes. Like the fact that you feel like you need my login information for like my bank and shit. How come for you need that? Right. Like, nigga, you trying like, to scam? What, what? Do you need to watch my finances? Like... Right. And that's, give, that's giving I'm control. Confused. It's just... I don't know. Like, I... Yeah, like, I liked David with... um Who that was? Liv. I think it was. But... I just I felt like then what he did, Stacy. Maybe Stacy just asked better questions so she could get to the root. Yeah. Because yeah, he seemed like two totally different people. Mm-hmm. And I just I got my eye on him. Okay. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't trust him. Yeah, I I I I, I definitely agree. I definitely and I did like David at first, but now it's like that that red flag up is up for me, and I ain't even on the damn show. Uh, he also seems a little thirsty to be married, but that also could just that be. also you also that good point. I'm, I agree. I picked up on that too. He just seems so, and it's like, bro, how you thirsty to get married, but you also don't want nobody to have no privacy? Like, huh? Huh? It seems like <laughs> like it. It don't seem like a marriage with you is fun. It seems like a prison, to be honest. You know what he gives me? I don't know if you remember this. I watch the Parkers a little too much when I'm high. But there was this episode of the Parkers where Kim had, or Nikki moved out of the apartment, and it was just Kim and her man. And every five seconds, he was rubbing on her, talking about, hey, what you doing? What you I do remember about? that, yeah. I remember like, that. I remember that, David yeah. gives me that. Like, he mm-hmm. don't want you to have none of your thoughts to yourself. Mm-hmm. He want to know everything on your mind, and it's fucking weird, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he he seemed like the type that'll walk up to you and be like, "Hey, what we thinking? We? <laughs> when did you start speaking French? Right? I uh, don't like that. 
So let's see. Then we have uh, AJ and Jason set up a double date with Alexis and Liz. Um, I liked. Um, I definitely think that Jason and Alexis have chemistry. I think Jason, it's going. It's taking him a little bit too long to to stop looking at Alexis as like the mo- the mother of you know one of the kids I coach basketball with. I think it. Mm-hmm. Cause he's still looking at her as like, you know, oh, this is someone whose kid I work with. It's like, yes, true. Right. But nigga, she trying to get them draws. And she I mean, said, like, she said, right like, now. she wanted you before we even this show happened. So it's like, bruh. Which lets me know the kind of professional he is, but also at the same time, like in this setting, that professional shit don't matter. Yeah, I, I, we, could, we, I agree. My my kid is nowhere around. We not around none of the other parents. Like, is you trying to fuck her with? <laughs> <laughs> you trying to drop them draws? Because <laughs> what's good? Listen, because uh, Alexis is damn sure like, so can I get the dick or not? <laughs> Are you withholding the dick? Is there a price for the dick? Like, what do I have to do for the dick? Can because I put the, like, is the, can I put the dick on layaway? I've been trying to get this dick for two years now. So, is there a payment plan? Do you guys take a firm? What payment, about corner? Payment painters. <laughs> Show title. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm joking. I'm so glad I didn't like my blood yet. My word. <laughs> That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, y'all should not. Let me, I should not let me record this show when I drink wine. Jesus Christ! Um, no, it's absolutely the best. <laughs> but yeah, I, I need, <laughs> I need, I need Jason to step it up. I really need. But to be fair, I think he has good chemistry with Alexis. I think he has good chemistry with um, Venetia. I think he has good chemistry with Kyra. I I think Jason is probably one of the more rare rounded like of the men and women to be honest cuz he seems kind of mm. like he like he's very adaptable. I think. I can see that. He's very adaptable. Um, I can see that. I'm going to have to go back and watch the first two episodes. I I'm not going to lie to you. Originally I avoided this show uh because of Tommy and I can see why. <laughs> I can see, uh, see why. But Tommy is not the same Tommy that he is on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So right, <laughs> right. I actually don't mind it. Like he actually has sense here. Yeah, and I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna go into the thing about Steve Harvey, but maybe it's him that just be a, a bad influence on him because I like this Tommy on the show. Like he seems like he gives solid advice. Yeah. And not only that, it's like he's it's his show, but he also not on it. Like he only meets with them, you know, when yeah. they when it's time to talk and you know make a decision and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah I, so I just kind of see him as an MF. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with that, um, on because like a. And then on the other side of the spectrum with AJ and Liz, like they ha- their hang up was Liz is kind of on the same boat with 
um, David, which is also probably mm-hmm. why they, you know, connect so well about, you know, waiting for sex, you know, and marriage and all that stuff. And AJ is like, I mean, I respect that, but also, I mean, can't we get dropped? Let me say something. Okay. I know this is going to sound terrible, but uh, I'm with AJ. Like, the fuck are we waiting for? <laughs> like, nigga, is you going to give me that dick or not? Like, yeah, like, listen, listen, look, listen, listen, listen. I, listen, I respect everybody. If you want to save yourself, that is your decision as a functioning human being with autonomy. It, that is completely for your right your to, body. Do, to do with your body. As for <laughs> me and my body. My body is trying to be on your body. <laughs> okay, this Gucci trying to get set out. <laughs> like it's like, like, can I make you my throat, baby, or not? Help me help you. Okay, like <laughs> help me help you help me. <laughs> like we can put this dick down your throat real quick, and then like, <laughs> like I got you. I'm like I'm just saying, like you know, just. I'm just saying, you know, I, so I, yeah, I'm with you. I agree with AJ, but you know, again, I think that's why David and Liz kind of vibe. Not only that, but when they had the meeting, um, when the ladies talked with Tommy and everybody, and uh, Stacy told everybody about David, everybody was like, that is a red flag except for Liz. And I was like, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Liz, Liz got her own red flag because Mama said she ain't been in a real relationship in 17 years. And I was like, huh? You know what? Oh, I forgot about that. You right. Oh, that what you me... say? I forgot about that. That makes so much. That makes so much sense now, honestly, because she was like, you know, that's how I was raised. You know, you share everything. You ain't no secrets in this stuff. Again, again, there is a difference between transparency and, opus and openness and the shit that David is on and and you not being in a relationship for 17 years you don't know really what healthy looks like when two people are allowed to be autonomous beings in a relationship with transparency but also being their own person with some level of privacy and and you not and you don't know what the hell that look like you ain't been in no damn relationship for 17 years Strange. It's like very strange. she says she's had like situationships or whatever the fuck, but she hasn't been in like a relationship, relationship in 17 years. And it's like, well, bitch, what you been doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's like, well, clearly, you know, she's been focusing on her career and stuff, and that's all right. That's you know, that's all well and good. More power to you. But in that time, you've admitted you've had time to have situationships. So make it make sense for me. Maybe she has deeper issues that she don't want to address. So she burying it up under this, Mm. you know, celibacy, Mm. abstinence. I don't want to do sex kind of thing. Like it's Mm. just 17 years is just a long time for you not to be have have multiple levels of intimacy with someone to me. It seems weird to me to not have that for 17 whole years. Yeah. It's what, what she's, 
I, you know what I think is for both of us because I agree with you. What she's, what she's, what she's saying and what she's giving, or in this case, not giving, ain't making sense. <laughs> yeah. I did, right. I don't know. I don't, right. um, but mm, um, that also reminds me of a lot of Christians I know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like. Yeah, and again, I think that's why her and David kind of hit it off because they in that kind of like Christian, you know, kind of box. Realistic expectations. That, there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, and so with that being said, this week they had to send one man home, and and David and Troy were were in the bottom two. And Troy was the one that got sent home. And honestly, he should have been sent home last week. <laughs> I, t- I have not liked that nigga from the first goddamn episode. I have not liked that nigga. This, because <laughs> I watched episode three and four today. Before is the one that I really paid attention to. And as soon as Troy got on my screen and started talking, I said, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you felt that spirit. You felt the aura. Already knew that it that I did not like him. Like yuck. Yeah. Just the moment a, he opened his mouth. A nigga named Troy. <laughs> nigga named Troy. So he went home. Um. So now it is down one man. Next week or next episode, a, a woman will go home. Um. Of the women that you've observed, which one do you think has the probably the best possibility to go home next next episode? Just from what you've observed. From what I've observed, I would say Stacy. I can see that. Stacy. I can see that. Stacy seems like um, she don't take no bullshit. And these niggas got a lot of bullshit to give. So if the men are making the decision next week, I think Stacy is gonna be the one to go home. That's my prediction from what I had seen. I don't know these people like that. Um, I could see that. I probably would say, um, honestly, probably maybe Chrysanthemum because we haven't really seen too much of her. Like this one episode we saw, like this most recent episode we saw her on that date with Ron. But mm-hmm. hell, I'm gonna be real. I forgot her and Ron was even on the fucking show. <laughs> to be perfectly damn honest with you, because we just haven't seen too much from her. So, like, if I had to say, even maybe Chrysanthemum or or maybe Liz, because like I was I said, just about to say that David was in that bot was in the bottom this episode too, and he just barely managed to not go home. And with Liz agreeing with him about this privacy shit, I don't know. That and she know. got a lock and hold on that question, baby. So yeah. I mean, you know the men's is not with it. AJ looked so shocked. Ooh, she told he, him that. he looked, yeah, he did he looked shook. <laughs> like he was like intimacy. So I- he right, like he that's the crazy thing. Like, he didn't even necessarily say sex. I mean, obviously, you know, sex, you know, is a part of intimacy and in a relationship, but like he didn't even really say sex. Like, he just was like, so about intimacy. And she was just like, Well, you know, I would much rather no. save that for marriage. And, and he AJ was looking like, 
Nani? <laughs> Bitch, you can't hug me. We can't cuddle or no shit. Like, like, damn, I can't even rub your booty? Like, damn. Damn. <laughs> so, you know, I... I, I can't you know. rub your stomach when you're cycling on no shit. <laughs> Just saying. God damn, bitch, I can't touch you. I can't love you. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's annoying. I she got a chastity belt on that coochie child. They might as well go ahead and send her home because she ain't trying to fuck none of them. No- Come on, check. Come on, chastity coochie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was definitely ready to love. Now let's get to um <laughs> the return of Black Ink Crew um New York with uh episode one of the newest season, season nine, if I'm not mistaken. Um Black in Business. So first of all, everybody still looks dusty. Uh <laughs> I'm down to come out the corner and see you looking more dusty. Like, <laughs> right. that makes sense. Like, y'all done had all the time to be by yourselves and not be around folks, and y'all just come back on our damn TV screen still looking a hot ass mess. Like, what you doing? Um, <laughs> um, so, C's moved to Atlanta. He found love and all this. Like, blah, blah, blah. He's still a piece of shit. Um, Thank you. It is literally the same monologue every season. It every season is the same monologue of this nigga growing and becoming better and blah blah blah. He still be a piece of shit. So whatever. I mean, good you you in a relationship now, good for you, nigga. Whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. He go back to New York. You know, he reassembling the crew and stuff. Um, Alex and Donna think they that goddamn Ashanti. They've been traveling all over the motherfucking world during COVID. Help me help this make sense for me new york was an epicenter for covid19 mm-hmm. and donna and alex mm-hmm. said hmm, i'm gonna get out of here and i'm gonna travel the united states instead mm-hmm. and i'm also gonna spend some time in atlanta georgia mm-hmm. where brian kemp only shut the state down for 33 days before he reopened it and we have had an increase of numbers mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. since the reopening of Georgia last May mm-hmm. so instead of staying in New York where your governor was actually making progress and making sure you hoes were staying safe and getting the proper medical care instead of staying there you traveled to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. What niggas was getting coronavirus literally every day. Then you every went, second of the day. Then you went to Houston. Another episode. Then you went to Cali. Another episode. She literally traveled to the United States in a pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. And then not only that, said that she was partying and clubbing and promoting. I'm the only smart person on the show. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, you really got to wonder, like, is Donna's tooth in her brain? Like, what is, like, what is, what, what goes on in Donna's head? Donna buying all of these wigs and buying enough CBD to make products, but ain't got that bottom 
situated like okay. how you about how you about new ass but no teeth like and this is speaking as a bitch that needs dental work like if i had the money to get my shit together i would get it done well, that's because that's because you have priorities donna don't donna probably can't spare priorities just like you couldn't spare that goddamn tattoo <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> 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 the bitch forgot to eat. Forgot to eat. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was that. Why you ain't Google that shit, bitch? Before you put that on somebody's skit. Anyway, you, got a smartphone. <laughs> you literally can ask Siri. Siri, hey Siri, how do you go? That was perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, these people the IQs are so low the IQs are so low then we got <laughs> then we got Walt and Donna put a pin in Walt uh, I mean not Walt and Donna Walt and what's the, what's his the name what, um, uh, uh, Jessica Jess yeah Jessica yes. they got married and you know they had the quarantine together so you know that was um, that um Put again, put a pin in that. Um, mm-hmm. Then Teddy, you know, who still don't do shit in the damn shop, um, he decided to become a goddamn music producer. Um, I hollered when that's <laughs> this, this nigga said, <laughs> bro, this this is the most non working ass nigga I ever goddamn seen. <laughs> this motherfucker don't went from selling shoes to selling beats. <laughs> God, what happened to the shoe? And don't nobody I, want neither. <laughs> Who's the fuck I would buy a goddamn beat from old motherfucking Ted on Black Ink? The same nigga that just sat on the goddamn couch in the shop. Same nigga who don't know what size shirts he fucking wears, and I can see his hard ass nipples two miles away. Okay, this like mo- <laughs> this motherfucker's titty sitting on his goddamn neck and shit. <laughs> I bet, like titties. On your back, like that is what they give me. Every time. <laughs> giving me okay. What is you doing in the studio, fat boy? What, is, <laughs> what are you doing in here? Doing this tight ass shirt on. It's like, bro, like Terry. It was music. The music. You've been on this show for nine seasons. And you all of a sudden want to produce music? We never heard about you wanting to do no music shit. It's always been my passion since we entered. Since we entered. I thought your passion was shoes when you was trying to get your brother out of jail, but because <laughs> y'all, y'all was just reading books on the stump, boy, yeah! boy. Lying to my face, Teddy. Y'all talking about y'all got harassed for reading books. Nigga, Ted, y'all don't look like you can read. Teddy is a liar and a lame ass bitch. Like, Teddy's so fucking lame. Teddy is a nigga who used to run behind C's getting the bitches that C's had already had. Like, that's what it gives me in high school. Yeah. C's had already fucked the cheerleader. So I'm gonna pass it to my nigga Ted. 
said, you can fuck this bitch. I'm good with her now. Like, and th- that's exactly what me lame ass nigga that wanted to always be on top, but never was because his homeboy was on top. Right. Um, Puma and his girl, I forget her damn name. Um, uh, they are home. They are homeschooling and well, Kwani. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Kwani. Yes, thank you. Uh, him and Kwani homeschooling since they children is you know home because of quarantine. And while it is a struggle, we can for goddamn sure say they're handling a hell of a lot better than Scott and Contessa. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> but they, you know, they actually have a marriage that they care to protect and well, yeah, well, put the work in on. So, well, you know. yeah, yeah, that is, you know, that is uh, points for me. Points for me. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, she, who else? Um, Tati. Uh, she is, she done got herself a house now. She done moved all her folks in and she done started doing um, how everything and, under the sun. Basically, she's trying to keep the damn lights on. Which which since we don't got here them bitches is broke okay like <laughs> how have y'all been on this show for however the fuck long mm-hmm. and y'all this broke that when a pandemic come around you have to resort to doing hair and personal training again Mm-hmm. And that's like no shade at all because we all got to get out here and hustle. But like, why are you on TV for the last few seasons and you this broke? That's how you know don't nobody really have no money on this show but C's and, and Puma. Them the only two. And I think Puma is getting money on the back end from the shops. Like, because yeah. for a minute he wasn't even like on. I think two seasons went by without Puma even having an appearance on the show. Yeah, because because you know they had that riff and then he opened his own shop and then him and C just got back cool and C. Yeah. So season Puma really the only ones that really got money. Got to literally everybody in that shop. Well, with the exception of probably Bay because Bay had her own shop, I think. Yeah, already outside of these two. Yeah, she do. She do. I think it's still look so, too. So outside of like, so yeah, C's, Puma, Young Bay, that's it. <laughs> that's it, because all of the rest of them had to figure out a way to make some kind of money. Mm-hmm. And we know Don't even do them CBD juices because she wanted to. <laughs> okay, she didn't do that because she felt like it. She, had, she did well, that. She did that because she broke. <laughs> they all broke broke ass hoes. Mm-hmm. That was m- most of my notes for this episode is y'all bitches is broke. I mean, that is a very poignant note to have because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh so they so cause I'll say so 113th is completely shut down. They still have 125th. Um, and then they have the Brooklyn shop. The Brooklyn shop is gonna be the new flagship shop. And uh that's what C's called everybody there to tell them that and uh be like they're getting the family back together now. Let's talk about uh Tati and Donna with these um titles, shall we? Uh, I'm gonna say this go ahead, Donna wanting to do anything but tattoo is a miracle. Okay, <laughs> I will accept whatever you want to do in this shop, baby. 
that don't involve you putting a needle to nobody's skin. Spell needle, Don. <laughs> <laughs> when Caesar's like, I'm surprised she can spell CBD. Me fuck too. <laughs> Me too. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> I'm sorry, Don ain't never gonna live that shit die ever. <laughs> like, girl, do that, you need on phonics or something? Like, what the fuck? That or that infection ass tattoo that she did where it looked like she was, I guess it was supposed to be like uh, grass and flowers on somebody's like ankle. Mm, that shit but it up, really <laughs> ended, up, ended up looking like a goddamn pterodactyl. Like a graveyard. Like, well, shit, it just matched her mouth. Um, you know what? That was me. Yeah, that was me. That was me. That was weird, me. That was weird, me. You gotta stop catching me off guard like that. <laughs> you are. <laughs> what is it? I mean, in my defense, I didn't lie. In my defense, I didn't say you did. <laughs> oh, oh. So let's um. Let's uh get to the elephant in the room, or should we say the Walter oh. room? So um, oh. somebody, <laughs> somebody, you know, after C's come back on all, they getting ready to have this little, you know, um, free tattoo things for like essential workers in New York or whatever and stuff. Somebody breaks into one twenty fifth, and they don't know who it is. Um, they asking Ted is asking people. Ted is actually doing some work, you know. He asked actually right. doing investigative work. Right? Who knew? Who, who, knew? who um, knew? Um, he, you know, asking the other shops and stuff. You know, can we, you know, peep y'all surveillance camera and stuff so we can kind of figure this out? And all evidence points towards Walter because Walter was the only one working that day, and the only way you getting in one twenty on one twenty fifth is from the inside. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, Donna noticed something when, because Walt, when they had the mean Walter's laid and he looks visibly like shaken up, like he don't look like Walt. Um, now, Grant's Walt like, don't look like he did at the end of last season. Yeah, right. He looks like he back on that shit. He looks bad. He looked real bad. Um. And Donna alludes to the fact that she loaned him some money because he was on hard times, which again, I don't know how because both of y'all broke, but whatever. Um, Everybody broke. Exactly. Um, So that kind of set up some context clues for me as to why what happened happened because they finally get surveillance at the end of the episode and sure enough, they can't see the person that's walking out's face, but the mannerisms, how they walk, their body frame and all that, it matches Walt. Now he even had on a dad cap. <laughs> so now they have a conundrum of Walt seems to be the culprit who stole out of one twenty out of one two fifth. So here we are now. My thing is, if Walt is on hard time. It's not like C's and even though I don't want to give him credit, but I will because, you know, it is facts. Ted, it ain't like Walt and Ted and Puma have not been there for you. 
And it ain't like Agreed. If, it ain't like if you ask them for help, they would be like, fuck you, nigga. So I don't understand why if you on hard times, which it seems like you are, then I don't understand like not just reaching out to being like, hey, C's, Puma, Ted, bro, I'm down bad. I'm struggling. I need some help. Instead of resorting to, and I often don't agree with a lot of shit Caesar say, but I do agree in this instance, literally stealing from the hand that feeds you. So I, I agree, right? Like I feel, I feel everything that everybody is saying, but Walter, from what we see, or, okay, let me say this. The actions of him stealing the money is not somebody who is just drinking, right? That somebody is, has to be on drugs because to me, drugs is going to lead you to stealing money. Yeah, I agree. Especially if you've already had like addiction problems, right? So it's easy for you to fall into that. So mm-hmm. I think I have a soft, I think I already had a soft spot for Walt anyway. So it's probably easy for me to give him the benefit of the doubt. But and I, my, my, my dad, Iris, is so like he also struggled with addiction. So maybe that's why I can see it a little differently. Like when you are struggling with something, you are not thinking to call nobody or to to think to call your immediate people. Yeah, you just ready to get what you need. Like so, you gonna figure out the best way for you to do that. And if the best way that you can think right now is to steal from your friends, you're going to do that shit and you're going to replace that shit before them niggas catch on. But oops, they caught on too quick and now yeah. everybody know what's going on. Like, yeah, I not, get it. Not, not it is, I'm not making no excuses for them. Like, you still dead ass wrong for stealing from your friends. Yeah. Especially the people that we have literally dead. No, like, I agree with you. Like, not too just, like I'm not saying I like... I'm not saying throw- I, oh, go ahead. You find I was drinking. Oh, like mm-hmm. I, I don't think like like I'm not saying like throw the guillotine at Walt. Like don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not saying that. Like I do think he like I said like when we saw like he's not like you said he's not the same Walt that we saw the last season. So I do think he has. I do think he's back drinking, but I think he's back drinking and also some other stuff as well. Like I, he is on something. And I think I'm pretty sure he's, I won't say done a good job, but I don't think Jess knows, uh, at least mm-hmm. like not right now. Or maybe mm-hmm. she maybe she do and she just not telling anybody and she just kind of putting up with it to put up with it, which also, mm. but. Yeah, because as a wife, I could see her trying to like control the situation before it gets too out of hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also I think, I do think he's wrong for doing it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be revealed that it's him. Cause again, like the way Caesar was describing it, like the mannerisms, the look, the body frame, how, you know, it, it, it I, and the fact that this happened on the day that what was there and like who the fuck was going to get inside that shop, you know? So it definitely, everything points to Walt, but I, I don't think they should throw the guillotine at him. I, he is wrong, but mm-hmm. I think, um, 
I don't think you're wrong for trying to ha- for having a bit of empathy for him. Um, I too have a bit of empathy for him. Like both things can be true. He can be wrong, um, but also you can you can you can hold him accountable without holding like without throwing him into a fire. Right. And I think and that's that, what they need to do. Yeah. I it really rubbed me the wrong way. When Ted said, so what are we going to do? Like, are we going to talk to him about it? We going to put hands on him? Like, what are we going to do? And and why are you putting hands on your friend who obviously is having a cry for help? It just. Yeah. And you would think. you would They think, bothered me. You would think, especially with Ted, with a nigga who's trying to have a storyline that his brother got locked up for reading books on a stupid bed style. Like, you would think. That nigga of all people will have a little bit more empathy. Because <laughs> nigga, your brother wasn't your brother wasn't reading no goddamn books and the cops stopped them, nigga. Now it is that nigga was slanging drugs. Exactly. Now, I... now it is fuck the police, but you're not finna lie to my goddamn face, Ted. <laughs> That's what you're not, in my face. You're not that finna nigga play in my is damn at face. Rikers. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, y'all nigga, your your brother was tra- y'all your brother was was trafficking that word. He wasn't trafficking no goddamn books, nigga. Um, <laughs> he was making my some books. He was making some okay. books, but he he wasn't oh, reading oh, no damn books. Oh, okay, like <laughs> um, so um, but I I think it's one of those situations, and I mean, even Puma said like I think Puma had the right responses, like. Because I mean, let's let's be real, let's be honest. And I know, granted, we not C's and it's not our business, whatever the fuck. But again, nigga, <laughs> nigga, y'all had motherfucking kids ass up here thinking y'all had some goddamn stolen money. Her ass just couldn't motherfucking count. Like y'all done had, nigga, y'all blew money on this goddamn party that y'all threw that honestly was kind of a disaster. So y'all ain't used to. Bl- it's not like y'all not used to blowing through money. Like, like um, what I'm saying is did a business and money can be replaced. An actual person, human being in the wall can't, is what I'm trying to say. That has been your friend for years. Like, yeah. Walt was your friend before Black Ink Crew, the television show, came about. And yeah. y'all are going on damn near 10 years on, on our TV screens. Yeah. So y'all been homies. Like you need to be making sure that he's good. And Walt did admit at the end of the episode that he took the five thousand dollars out of the Because Ted said no, C said that they took like some amount in gold, five thousand out of the register, and then like some merchandise and shit. Walt said he had nothing to do with that other shit, but he did steal the five thousand dollars out of the register. He thought he was gonna be able to replace it before. Y'all found out about it. Obviously, that's not what happened. And the episode really ends with like C's walking up on Walt. And I didn't like how that looked because you're not about to fight him. Like, <laughs> there's something wrong. Don't result to violence. And that is what bothers me about C's. Mm hmm. fight. Yeah, because you're not finna convince me that C's can fight. C's and Teddy have always jumped whoever it is they needed to fight. Like, probably, like, <laughs> probably about the only one that can actually fight on that show is Alex. 
Yeah. And, that's and the he, only reason they got the one up on him is because they jumped him. <laughs> all right, Sealy. That, that, that's a rough looking nigga. He is. And you know, back in my bird days, when Alex first got introduced on Blake and Crew, I didn't know he was kind of cute, but he looked dirty. Not at all. Hell, look who he proposed to. Shit. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Hell, shit! Look, he proposed to hell. You you want to talk about dirty, <laughs> shit? Also, like this episode also uh, emphasized for me how much of a lane Ted is. Uh, with this whole y'all bought the most expensive cigar, I got him the <laughs> most expensive cigar. What's your most expensive cigar, Puma? I don't want to smoke this, but it's the most expensive cigar that you would like. It's Bitch, how you got money for an expensive cigar if Walt's stealing money out the goddamn register? Yeah, because that ain't his money. That's his money. Wow. Listen, the only one that got money on this show is Ted. I mean, not oh god, no, not Ted. The only ones that got money is C's, <laughs> Puma, and Young Bay. That's it. Does Puma still have his shop on the side? Yeah, yeah. I think he still like he still got he never like when him and C started back doing business, he never closed the other one. He never closed oh. his. Oh, smart man. Oh, he still like he like you said earlier, he's still getting money on the back lot. He never closed down his shop. He just started still, you know, doing business again with C, but he never closed his shop. At least to my knowledge. Oh shit. I did not even realize that. <laughs> like I said, Puma the only smart person on that show. Yeah. Art to Ink. Ain't that what it was called? Yeah, Art to Ink. Yeah, it's still I think it's still open. NYC. Let me look at it. Uh, it show sure is. Mm-hmm. See? Puma ain't no dummy. Wow. Smartest nigga on that show. Smart. Yep. Absolutely. Um, wow. But yeah, I, I I really do. Like I agree with you. I didn't... I, I, it is my hope that they have more um empathy with Walt, but you know, these all we also we're also asking people that always look musty to have to use, you know, <laughs> they brain. So, you know, it's not gonna you know what, it's what can you amazing do? how C's has been on my screen for nine seasons and has not discovered Burt's Bees, EOS, <laughs> Lip Chap, okay, Chap Stick. It's the like, bro, original brand. Bro, you can get chapstick at Publix for like a dollar. Uh, okay. EOS makes your lips feel like butter. Why wouldn't you want that? Like, get you some chapstick, bro. Because these lips definitely look like two burnt hot dog buns. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what that, you know what? I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was it for Black King Crew. That was it for this episode. Uh, th- first, thank you so, 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 so much for joining me and filling in for Candace. This has been a blast. T- again, tell people where they can find you if you want them to find you, because you know, don't be weird. Uh, I do want y'all to find me because you don't know the girl is about to be her a business owner later on this year. So yeah. follow me on the Instagram and the Twitter so you can keep up with me, especially if you're in the Atlanta area and you need a massage therapist. 
I do travel to your home. I do not do that freaky shit. Just want to put that out there. I'm a licensed massage therapist. Okay, I don't do this. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at L-E-L-L-E underscore underscore Monique. M-O-N-I-Q-U-E. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Don't be looking for me on Facebook, bitch. You don't really mean it on me like that, okay? <laughs> we cool, but we not that cool. But keep up with me. It was great doing this. It was a fantastic time. I'm so glad that you guys had me. I would love to come back again. This was a great time for me. Absolutely. And all the information will be in the show notes. Um, again, tell a friend to tell a friend about the network, about the show, about all the shit that we're doing over here. Um, and I'll be back next week with another guest host while Candace is out. And until then, uh, please um, discover and use Chapter 6 so you won't be out here looking like seeds. We out. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>